Hey, it's Craig from Revolution Radio. This is just a reminder. Can you hit that subscribe button? That way you never miss a new episode of Canadian AF. And now, Revolution Radio and Canadian AF are proud to announce we are the newest members of a collective of some of the planet's greatest content creators on the new Cryer Media family. You can check out all the goodies that Cryer Media has to offer, including this podcast, at Cryer.co. Once again, that's C-R-I-E-R dot C-O. Thanks so much for listening to Revolution Radio, and enjoy this podcast. We almost need glow sticks for that intro, don't we? Like, oh, we really do. It's like, yeah. You don't you have any? No, I don't have glow sticks. Uh, no, I know I should. Do I, I really I should. I, I, I got that ink up. One of mine broke, and I got it all over me. That's right. Yeah. It's toxic. Welcome to Canadian as fuck, everybody. My name is Craig G. Uh, live right here on Revolution Radio. Uh, we are also live on our YouTube channel, which is Revolution Radio TV. My name is Craig G. Alongside our man Derek Lewis, tattoo artist, musician, photographer, wonderful, wonderful cat. Uh, I love this guy more than life itself. Not quite that much, but I do love him a lot. So. I do love him a lot. Underneath that, uh, filling in for our man Dimitri tonight, who uh, Dimitri is at Peter Gabriel right now. He's checking out uh, the Peter Gabriel show. So our man uh, Scotty Comer, Scotty Mm. AF, is joining us. He is the uh, lead principal singer, songwriter, and all-around awesome production guru for a wicked, wicked Toronto punk band called The Scary Loud. So uh, thanks very much for joining us tonight, Scotty, filling in for Dimitri, buddy. We greatly, greatly appreciate it, brother. I like My his pleasure. handle. Scotty AF. That's, Scotty AF, I love I mean, it. I yeah. don't even think about that. We've gotten hooked up, actually, Branding. with our, our dear friend to this program. His name is Brian Hogue, plays for a band called C-0-N-D-U-1-T. Burlington Industrial Wicked, wicked-ass band. Uh, Conduit is the name of the band, and he's a dear friend of the program. He hooked us up with our man tonight, interviewing the great Simon Paul. And, man, <laughs> we got some wicked stuff that we're going to talk to you about, brother. So, um, yeah, we just want to introduce, basically, everyone to you. And um, what I'm going to do is, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a quick question. Two questions. The first thing, we're going to play some Tragically Hip here, and there's a reason we're going to play the Tragically Hip. Uh how did you get the Tragically Hip gig? And what was the um, essentially the inspiration for you for, for World Container? Oh, wow. Um, that was, I was working at Universal uh, within their, I was actually in their art department. I was sitting with their art department. And I, would, I was already doing stuff. And I would kind of put stuff around my desk. And then the art director there was like, he slowly started like getting me in on doing things. And then I remember the World Container project what the idea was the group of four people pitch ideas for it so just pitch ideas and then he'll the director would take it to the band and then whatever they picked got won the package i guess would be the thing so uh my idea is one so that's uh, awesome yeah so uh and i mean i used stuff like i used a lot of different kind of elements and uh stuff that the other uh, people produced uh, but majority of it was I sat there for a month just creating like this. Um, so the idea was like world container. It could be anything. It was totally open. It was yeah. like anything they could be. It could be a blo- uh, drop of blood. It could be the inside of a skull. It could be anything. So that was everything in it. And I tried to do like each page, each song with its own world unto itself. So it That's became awesome. A month. Yeah, cool. it became a month 
just sitting there neglecting my actual job and working on a hit package. So it was. Uh, wow, that's was freaking good. cool, dude. That is super cool. They made um, a June well, album out of it, so yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. Right, that's awesome. It's so. Something. It, it sure is, buddy. Well, listen. Let's uh, let's start at the program by playing something from said album, shall we? From World Container, I love this song. Here's the tragically hip in view. This is episode 65 with our man Simon Paul right here, Canadian as fuck on Revolution Radio Canada.
album that is the tragic Lee Hip, taken from the album World Container and the track In View, one of my favorites, uh, You're Not the Ocean, also being my second yeah. from that. And of course, our man, Simon Paul, right underneath me was the guy who did the artwork for said album. So uh, thanks again so much, Simon, for joining us tonight, brother. We greatly appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Uh, listen, let's get right into it, shall we? Um, we've got a bazillion things that we want to talk to you about. For me, I think what we should do is, uh, for any artist, I love to essentially take them back. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up mostly in, in Whitby, Ontario. So, okay. started in the UK, went to Ajax, then Whitby, and then went to college in Oakville. Okay, so did you go to Sheridan? Yes, I did. Oh, nice. I also yeah, he did. Does, he does. I also frequented Sheridan. <laughs> I was there in the olden days. I did uh, classical animation of all things. Nice. Really? So, yeah. Scott, Scotty, what did you do at uh, Film. Yeah, oh. film and video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a film guy. I'm I not. didn't know that. I thought you were just a music guy. And of course, no, I don't I do, mean that I do a lot. just a music guy. I didn't mean to say that. Um, That's why just, we get along so well, because we just did so many damn different stupid hats, right? Yeah. yeah. We do share a lot of hats. We do share yeah. a lot. Of we're kind of hat guys. Yeah. Hat guys. yeah. You're both wearing hats, too. Yeah, you're both wearing hats right mm-hmm. now. This is Derek's. Yeah. This yeah. is Derek's, yeah. This is this is, is that, uh, this is that is Colmer's wife's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's his wife's hat. There's glasses okay. in it. <laughs> I I don't know. Anyway, uh Simon, <laughs> so um so Simon, who are some of your earliest influences as far as art goes? Uh, as far as art? I don't know. It's it's yeah. a broad range. Like I grew up like watching cartoons. I I grew up mm-hmm. uh, reading comic books. Uh as far as album artwork. Uh, probably like factory record stuff, Peter Saville. Um, oh, yes, yes, bravo. Yeah. I was hoping you were gonna say, yeah. I was hoping you were gonna say factory, yeah. yeah. Stephen R. Gilmore, uh, and doing Skinny Puppy Network Records. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, a little hypnosis, a little, um, and then I got into when I got into more techno stuff. It was like Designers Republic all the way, and and, and things like that. So and, you know, I've been influenced by say Dave McKean stuff. Um, I like things that have narrative and kind of have, have a quality to them that have a bit of narrative to them. Usually, uh huh. Yeah. Very cool. When did, what would uh, what were some of the earliest album pieces that you did? Some of the some of the first pieces of artwork that you did. Oh wow! So. Uh, the first kind of thing I did was um, was the download album. The uh, yeah, um, Inception was the first one, and then I did uh, a Puppy Gristle cover, which is Skinny Puppy with members of um, Psychic TV slash Throbbing Gristle. It was like this band that they put out. Uh, so I did that, and then I kind of just did a whole bunch of stuff for Kevin Key. And then I ended up doing, uh, so I did with seven albums, and then I actually ended up getting work at Universal Music, I think, kind of sort of based on that, that portfolio of work. And then it just mm-hmm. kind of snowballed from there. What would you say is your prefer- uh, a percentage of stuff that you do that you're like fully into, you're sort of given the keys to just do whatever you want? And just kind of oh, wow. like, we like you, do your thing, versus like people who really micromanage or people that have a lot of sort of ideas? Ooh. It's, it's, it's about 50, 50, like it's, you're either going to have people who really know what they want to do. 
um, or have no idea what they want to do, and they'll know it when they see it. Um, my favorite projects Love are the ones that I kind of do almost in a weekend, and then you show it to them. Like the, recently, I did a work work for uh, Snow Beast and for Dead Voices on Air, and I just did a bunch of stuff over a weekend and sent it. And they're like, "We like all of it. We're going to use all of it." I'm like, "That's perfect." But then some, yeah. Sometimes it's like pop acts really kind of tend to micromanage. Um, it's uh, I, I don't know what branding. It is thing, that. I think what is it. it- is it sort of from their point of view that you need to I think or what is that I think the older it tends to be like in my experience the older a band is the more they're kind of letting you kind of just run with it um, and totally. when they're fresh they've got so many ideas they've heard so many stories about being micromanaged by A&R and labels and things like that that they're kind of adverse to um to somebody kind of just jumping in and, and taking the reins. I like I prefer basically to work and collaborate with every single artist. If they have no idea, I'll just run with it and do whatever I kind of think. Mm-hmm. But I like to kind of go back and forth. I feed a lot off of lyrics. Uh, with the hip stuff, it's you don't really get to hear music, so I got lyrics. So I would build stuff out of the out of the lyrics essentially and try to figure out a move. And you know what the hip's going to be like. It's not like some wild different kind of thing. So you kind of got a framework that you can work within within that. They all have kind of a, a little bit of a visual language that I like to play with. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he God, he's got a bad single. He's, got, uh, he's back. Yeah, it's not the single. Yeah, it's funny the the parallels there between that and I'm sure with Derek too, with tattoo, with tattooing, but also with producer. And it's the same thing. The younger they are, like has to be this. It has to be this. Just, just yeah. like, yep, yeah, sounds good. Let's move on. You know, it's such a yep. drop. It's like, this is the thing coming out. Thing. I don't know other people doing this. We can't stand out of that, that yeah. overthinking sort of thing. It's funny, too, because within Universal, we were like an art department. So it was almost like you got signed and then you kind of were given us to work with. And some people love that because they don't have to kind of think about things. They don't have to... But it slowly shifted to the fact that by the time you get signed, you've kind of got a group of people that you're working with already that are visual and things like that. Outside of Universal, people come to me for me, right? So they mm. come to, for me to like one of the things that I do. So it's it gives you a little bit of more kind of control in a sense because they they already know semi what they're expecting i guess i guess i guess if somebody like brian hogue comes to you he's just basically going to say i want simon paul yeah and he, but he'll micromanage me as well because he's brian so it's... right <laughs> <laughs> boom gotcha brian uh, no it. he's he's, he's awesome. really good he's really good no, that's, but like, again, that's, that's a collaboration thing so he's very involved and we kind of go yeah. back and forth on things and it's yeah. at the end of the day you know it's it's their product, you know, it's their names on it. It's their, it's whatever their kind of vision is for a record that you kind of have to support and, um, um, it, on a visual basis, kind of support what they're doing with music. So it's not like I could just add a left field makeup stuff that doesn't fit, you know? So. Are you working Derek? strictly, are you working strictly digital now or do you still work, uh, dare I say analog? I, I do both. Uh, I'm mostly working digitally um, just because it's, 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 it's a lot easier. I've always felt that 
I was never really a good, I was never a great painter uh, or anything like that. So it, using Photoshop or Procreate or Illustrator was always kind of my vision anyway of how I wanted the end product to look. So okay. I've, yeah, I bought like, I bought an iPad a couple of years ago, like 2018 or something with a pencil. And previous to that, I was doing a lot of Illustrator work, uh, doing illustrations. And it's like point, click, point, click, point, click. And then I got back actually into drawing, like sketching. So I've been doing that a lot, like with uh, Kevin Key's Patreon ads every week. That's all. It's all hand drawn, but it's on an iPad. Yeah. Now, when you when when you're drawing, so because I have I have so much distaste for the iPad. Have you? Did you? Because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna just talk about iPads for a second. Sorry, right. Craig, we're not talking about music. We're going off on the side. It's all um, good. Did you find? Did, did you find? Uh, did you get any of the skins for the screen or the pencil itself, like the silicone nibs? No. So I. So way way back in the day, I used to uh, uh, for uh, for a computer shop out here. I used to demonstrate the way the original Wacom tablets. Yep. Um, so I would go to computer shows and I'd be the guy drawing and showing you what you could do. You crap out a little seventy-two DPI you know, print yeah. or whatever. Um, so it was kind of like drawing over here, looking there. And you did that for years. And then I stopped drawing. And then I tried at various places that I did work to get back into that. And it, I found that I lost that hand-eye coordination. So mm -hmm. the iPad was a, it was, it was cheaper than a Cintiq. It was cheaper than like, and portable, and you could do other stuff with it. It's not just a drawing thing. So I like yeah. the, how light it was, and I I don't mind the screen and the actual default pencil. Like it kind of I like it. Like I don't really? I, I don't miss I don't miss paper. I don't miss the scratchiness. If I if I, if I want the scratchy, really? I'll draw on paper. I'll use yeah. actual and I'll do that. But I like the smooth glass. I like the I I just like how it kind of flows. So I'm one of those. Rare, I don't like cilantro either. So wow. it's get him off the show, Craig. That's a cilantro Why is sucks. No, so, cilantro only, sucks. It's only because I totally agree with Simon. Totally sucks. Poison. And the rest of us have a different gene. You can taste yeah. like different things. Doctor Pepper tastes. Yeah, it's amazing. It tastes like, it tastes like soap. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. No, yeah. It's disgusting. Oh, it's yeah. It's I've not. It's lovely. No, I've it's gotten it on my hands. Your brain thinks it's poison. Because you've got a, a different gene than the rest. That's, right. that's what it is. That's, I was just. It's I, like a, Scott. Scotty's Scotty's breaking up, leaving. and I was afraid. He, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say Scotty's breaking up, and I was afraid he was gonna say you don't like cilantro because you have a small penis. I was gonna. I got, that's like, a, hey, that, that's that, what he. That's he said, he, no, uh, anybody. He, he, had a penis, penis. He, he named his penis <laughs> Gene. That's that's what he was actually saying. I named my yeah. penis cilantro. Wow. Right? No one nice. wants to see this Nobody conversation. Cares. Anyway, nobody's gonna uh, say this. Let's no, no one tastes like no. soap. It does not <laughs> taste like soap. That oh boy. Wow. Okay. Before we get, before we get, before no, we get no. HR paid before we get HR paged on us. Um could, Simon, could you would you be able to go back and let us know of the very first piece of artwork that you got professionally paid for? Oh, um that I got professionally paid for? Um, that you got that you got paid for. Essentially, somebody said, "Here's money. Thanks for doing our whatever." 
Um, well, I was in the video game industry previous to the music industry. So it okay, was cool. That the uh, first game I would first game I worked on was a Spider-Man game for the Sega Genesis or the Sega CD-ROM. CD Can't remember what it was called. Oh my god. And I guess that's it. And that was in a place in Oakville. And we did like all the little movie sections in between. We had a whole like little team, this little art department where they animated stuff and I was like ink and paint kind of thing. And then I guess that was like my first job. But that uh, is super cool. Yeah. So yeah, I did about 10 years in video games. But aside from that, I was doing stuff for, there was like, it used to be an alternative magazine called Access Magazine. I ran out of California. And I used to do, they did a rebrand and I helped them with the rebrand way back in 97, I want to say, something like that. Um, so that was fun. And then they, and then they, they and know, rebrand. It, well, it, it rebrand just tanked them. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think it was, their, it was a last ditch effort to try and keep the magazine afloat and they wanted to kind of rebrand with, uh, it was like all like, you know, and it, I guess it just, it, you know, it's magazines. I, I can't even remember the last time I bought a magazine, to be honest. No, I don't remember. I actually do remember the last magazine that I bought. It was a focus on the Beatles because oh, okay. I love the Beatles, and it was just under twenty dollars. Wow! Yeah, just under about insects. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Four insects from Liverpool. Um. So, okay. How did you? Uh, how did you end up um, hooking up with Kevin Key? So that was the, that was a, a thing that they always tell you not to do. So there was a fan forum for Skinny Puppy called Litany.net, and we would just talk. You know, it's it's a fan forum. And then I think enough, he was between record labels at the time, and uh, I guess enough people bugged him to put out a series of, um, you know, like his back fourth series is basically outtakes demos live recordings that they would that they've done uh, albums for for skinny puppy so his idea was to do seven albums that were all about like all of his different other bands as well so there's like a hill tear garden plateau download and skinny puppy so it was like that kind of thing and then he put out a uh, like then the website organized this thing about fan submissions so i put in so it's like submit artwork for it's a way to get cheap artwork for for you know your thing but it's also to get fans involved as well because it's basically low run stuff and you're gonna and it's and it's who you're selling it to in the and you know at the end anyway so anyway so i submitted stuff for uh, download inception the band picked that and then I, I was like, oh, hey, crap, this is great. So then I did uh, one for Puppy Gristle for the Skinny Puppy album, won that one. And then um, the woman from Germany, Karen, she won for Tear Garden, which bummed me out, but it was a really great cover and everything. So, And then one day, the guy who ran it, Scott Graham, uh, called me up. He's like, Kevin wants to know if you want to put the rest of them together. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. No wow. prior experience, really, because uh, I was in video games at the time. And I'm like, ah, decided to get like a crash course. Like over this period, I was like talking to my art directors at work, and I'm like, how do you do print stuff? And it was like they had to crash course me through all this kind of thing. <laughs> and, awesome. uh, how do I make it the size it needs to be? Yeah, I'm like, and then they're like explaining bleed and all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then, um, and then it kind of just 
went on from there. So we did the seven records, and then a couple of years later, we did another Vault series, and then another one, and then it's a kind of exploded over like the last winter in COVID, really. That's yeah. awesome. And that's been like twenty Sick. years now. Wow. Yeah, since two thousand and two, something like that. That amazing would, good for you bad. buddy that's awesome yeah. I, I just love it when i i i really dig it when artists kind of do like the um um is it aiden hughes kmfdm's yeah. artists hughes, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i love it when like you know artists really get that they just hook on to an artist and just completely you know marry yes. their art with the artist's art yeah. and it just mm-hmm. it makes so much sense i just i just think that's so cool Sure, yeah, because it's like you know, it's like when a Skinny Puppy album comes out. I, I personally, I want a Stephen R. Gilmore, you know, package with that. It'd be like Puppy itself. It needs Desires Republic. If it's New Order, it's Peter Saville. You know, if, yeah, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. But it's like I get I get the subconscious stuff, which is like a lot of fun because it goes into wild places that you know the rest of his stuff never does in that way. Sorry, Derek, you were gonna. I was going to ask how many so how many how many collective arts cans have you done? I've just done one collective just arts. One? So I, okay. Yeah, I just did the one and after that I've been working for uh the Granite Brewery here. Okay. And I've done a, I don't know, eight something like that, six or eight kind of cans for them. So nice. the, the the way collective arts work is you kind of you just send in artwork and it's a contest kind of thing, but they, mm. they kind of pay you if they use your artwork kind of thing. So I did yeah. it, I did it the once and then I haven't done it again. I'm going to, I've been thinking about doing it again, but yeah, it's kind of like a contest kind of thing that they do. When they, when they launched a bunch of years ago, that's the, the only reason I, is because we have, we have that in common is we like not my artwork, but um, uh, the artwork for an album that Scott produced um right. was was used uh, when the when uh when collective arts launched they had like this big launch party and they had all these in they had all these indie bands and if you so you scanned like the little uh qr code on the back and it would bring you directly to the artist's yeah. uh right. music yeah it's and cool that was that's it's a great thing because they yeah they advertise everybody like who's doing the art on the cans and the whole bit yeah. that was, was it was a really kind of cool experience and uh, you get your little bio on their website. They send you a package with like beer and hats yeah. and, and stuff. They do send you beer. They do send you beer. You do. Hat. And a hat. Hat. And hat. hat. One, we have to share yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Simon, I actually, it's funny, I wanted to talk to you. Um, Literally, my favorite brewery in the world is the Granite Brewery. Oh. I used to live on okay. Roehampton. Uh, I used to live on Roehampton, which is literally two streets north of uh, the Granite uh, okay. at, at Mount at Mount Pleasant and Eglinton. Um, Ringberry is my absolute favorite, along okay. uh, with uh, Ringwood, and I also love their best bitter. So okay. one of the things that I one of the things I love about the Granite is they're they're one of the few places that I've found that actually has like the hand pump, yeah. you know, classic like the real ale style of beer, and I just yeah. I adore that. So yeah, the, I just I'm so happy that you do that. I've I've DJed three weddings at the Granite Brewery, 
and awesome. and I was and I was a regular there for like three years, and like it's just still to this day is one of my favorite places in in the city. It's just one awesome. that. Yeah, yeah, were you brewery. hired as a DJ? As a regular, and like oh, do the music. Hey, I play music. I was I was hired. I was hired as a DJ. Uh, 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 a wedding DJ. To, to, as a wedding DJ. Yes, that's right. Greg, Greg DJ'd my wedding as well. Yeah, I so, DJ Derek's wedding. That's right. Yeah, that was a fun wedding. Derek, actually, that was simply white. Uh, the great, Snake. the great just hall. I believe. <laughs> just it was just white snake. It was here I go again on repeat. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And no, actually, no, no. It was here I go again, followed by uh, the final countdown by Europe. Those were the two there songs. And I just Perfect. played them on loop over and over and over again. <laughs> that's all you um, need. So yeah, no, I just the, uh, the Granite Brewery followed by say what? Two of my favorite, okay. two of my favorite places in in the city. So adore adore those two places. Um, yeah, super cool, man. Like I, uh, so, oh. That's what I wanted to ask you too. The Dragon Experience. Yeah. So it was saying on your website that this was a picture by was it Bree Thompson? Is that Yes. Who yes. Took, who took so the she uh she was um uh Kevin's partner for okay. for a number of years. And okay. she used to look after uh Spencer Eldon, who is the Nirvana baby. Oh, okay, okay. He's the he's the he's the the kid on never never mind. Oh, never mind, yeah. And he's on his, this album cover. Dick. His yeah, Dick is on that album. That's true. Yeah. And then we don't talk about that because there's all that legal. <laughs> his um, gene. But yeah, so this one is when he was 13 years oh, old. Right. Photo shoot yeah. with him. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So okay. Like, so. So. Oh wow. Okay. Holy yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So Brie Thompson did a photo shoot with Spencer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. And then some of the shots were at locations of David Lynch films. Yes. Yeah. So they did a tour around. He's like a big. Uh, Kevin's a big David Lynch film fan. So he's like he went to went around it. So the idea between behind some of these albums is an era. So of the era, he was I guess watching like a lot of you know either Eraserhead or whatever. Uh, wanted those kind of you know those kind of creepy locations in the thing so and the whole album was based on a dream that he had so that's why it is the way it is okay so yeah so he explained the dream to me and i kind of built it and then i am and um i got to rebuild it again for vinyl which is great because my skills had greatly improved in the 15 years since and uh well not only that do all all the things i made it cd and i had a record so it's like I had to redo it anyway, almost. So but awesome, yeah. go! <laughs> what a fun career! It's yeah, fun. seriously, yeah, it's kind of wild, yeah. What are you working on now? Uh, I'm working on. I just well, I just finished uh, a new Kevin's record. I finished uh, there another one. I don't know if I could talk about it. It's another one from for him. Mm. Um, I'm doing some jazz stuff lately. Like I'm, I'm in my jazz phase now, so I'm doing some jazz covers for uh, Seller Music, um, and podcast artwork stuff like that. Wow. I like I, I basically do a wide range of kind of like whatever kind of comes in. I'd say if you're going if you're going from like Kevin Key, who's like an industrial yeah. godfather to jazz, that's pretty. 
Yeah, that's, like that's, I, don't, I don't. That's quite a 180, you know. <laughs> I don't turn. I really don't kind of turn anything down because there's something to learn from all of it, right? So yeah. it's, you know, it's a paying gig, and it's uh, the reason why I'm doing that too is it's a friend of mine that I used to work with as well. So he kind of helps run the label, and he like gets me in to do a bunch of different things. So it's, um, so it's all like these different kind of relationship ties that kind of spread out, and I've been doing. Um, like another another friend of mine, he does uh, real estate. So uh, we we're doing these uh, limited edition posters for different areas in Etobicoke. So we've done two of those so far. I think there's going to be four. We get them screen printed at um, at Kid Icarus, and they turn out beautifully. And it, you know, something it, is it to different areas of Etobicoke have a different vibe. Yeah. So he'll he basically. Yeah, so he wants to have a di- the different either la- landmarks or the different kind of architectural vibe going on in that area. So the first two was Long Branch and Mimico. So um, so he go- runs around, takes pictures of all the areas that he thinks are, are interesting, and then I kind of put it together in a collage, draw it out, and split it up into colors, and then Kid Icarus print them. That's a cool, nice. very cool idea. So yeah, you're doing so, the latest uh, the latest project for Brian, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I keep bugging that little tight lipped on. How is he bugging that fucking guy? I'm like, dude, where is the record? And he's like, I know, I know, I yeah, know. And I'm you know working what? on it. I'm working. I'm on waiting it. for him to he finish that record so that we yeah. can, so that him and I can go and do something. He's like, I can't do anything until yeah. I finish this record. I'm like, well. It's been months, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I know, I, I know he's been a little, he's been a little on the, on the downside. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's had a lot of stuff going on there. A lot it's, of stuff going yeah. on there. And, yeah. and, and that's, that's his thing. And that's cool. But like, get on with it, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll I've, had the co- I've had the cover for a while now. The rest of it oh, just yeah. has to kind of, and we're kind of, I don't know. He's got to, they got to figure out what they want to do with it too, because they did like, um, kind of like a, uh, essentially a comic book with it as well so it's did they? There's, there's a whole thing so he's just kind of like cool. he's in mixing i guess he's mixing it right now so. he is yeah yeah i just spoke to him a couple days ago so yeah he yeah. is mixing it he's probably listening right now and he's like probably oh. yeah <laughs> he's like shut <laughs> up hi brian <laughs> thanks for hey brian he shouldn't be listening right now. i'm depressed yeah <laughs> yeah, that, right? yeah. Sh- yeah so sorry he's not depressed um mm. He's busy. He's all good. Milking okay. his broom. We are. Uh, listen, Simon. Want to yeah. say thanks so much, my friend. Really appreciate your time no uh, joining us here on the yeah. program today, my friend. And um, yeah, listen. Greg. Let's keep in touch. Greg. Yeah, Greg. Yes, you should, you should maybe ask him about doing artwork for Revolution Radio. Uh, I was yeah. Gonna, I was going to say. I just said. <laughs> yeah. He. I. I he would love to. Can't hear you. I'm over there. He, can't hear you oh do i have to whisper loud get my far enough away that that simon won't hear me <laughs> go to that is that for a second it's ear derek I'm derek in, yes <laughs> <laughs> you're whispering in my ear oh let me shut up is it shut go? Up? Yeah, 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 yeah. i'll so lean into you we should get him to do some artwork for our station Just he is going thought. to i'm going Just to ask thought. him very politely but if you could do me a favor and just let me, you know, like, let me just, yeah. 
Uh, we're going to uh, yeah, thank you exactly uh, we're going to uh, say thanks so much to our friend Simon Paul here wrap this thing up we uh, definitely are going to be uh, doing some work with our new friend here our new bestie that we love to call uh, right. anybody that, uh, that that joins the, the revolution radio camp so Simon Paul welcome aboard my friend thank you thanks so much Honestly, brother, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We're going to play taken from the Dragon Experience album from uh, Kevin Key and Ken Hiwat Marshall. We're going to play a uh, track off of this record. This is this is called Diagnosis. This track is freaking awesome. So uh, again, thanks so much. Simon Paul did the artwork for this record. You got to check it out. Uh, His um, it's basically Simon Paul backwards dot com. So it's uh, Luap dot com. Right. Luap Nomis dot com. So it's Simon Paul backwards dot com. All right. That's the website. So again, my friend, thank you so much. Take care of yourself, and we will talk to you soon because I, I definitely am going to hit you up for uh, for doing some artwork for us, okay? Right, thanks so much, Greg. Thanks, Take care, guys. my friend. This okay. is uh, Kevin Key, High Watt Marshall. Episode 65, Canadian as fuck, with our new bestie, Simon Paul, right here on Revolution Radio Canada. Check, check, check. Yeah.
I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.